Blog Talk Radio. The podcast is brought to you by hcgbodyforlife.com and colinwatson.tv. You're listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, international HCG diet coach, author, and creator of HCG Body for Life, Colin F. Watson. HCG Body for Life, for the body of your life. If you like the information found in these podcasts, please share them on Facebook, Twitter, or your favorite social media site so others can enjoy them as well. Hey guys, it's Colin, the HE Diet Coach, calling, calling <laughs> live here from Hermosa Beach, California, a beautiful sunny day as we embark into the summer months, and got a crazy topic for you today, um, you know, something I've never talked about before, and, and you know, I made my topic sentence a little, a little sinister, um, but I, you know, it was really because I had this conversation with actually a business partner of mine yesterday at lunch, and it, it was stemming from another conversation, and it took me back. It took me back to a time in my my life and my relationship that I, that I really think that um, I, you know, I want to talk about because I think that it has an impact on how some of us, how how losing weight, or how or not losing weight, and how we feel about ourselves and our self, how our self image and lack of self love can actually open up other doors that yeah, may not serve you so well. So my topic today, if you haven't read it, and if you're just coming here for the first time, is obesity and infidelity, and is there an unspoken connection? And so tonight I will share with you something I've never spoken about in private or public. I'm sharing, I'm sharing my theory about the connection between your perceived self-image and infidelity, and how men and how men and women can often confuse the need for self-love and replace that with the need of for external love or affection. Um, as always, I will be sharing with you my personal struggle with the, these issues and how it affected my family and what and what I did to understand the process and how getting how getting and losing weight how getting to losing weight and getting healthy exposed the truth um, that I never knew and says so join me tonight so i 'm going to expound that a little bit and it's a, you know, like i said it 's a topic that i 've really never touched on before, but I, I really believe it has a powerful message. Um, and so it kind of alludes to some 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 you know sinister behavior, but it's really not what it seems. But you know, I I figured that once you once I understand once I understood what was going on, that it still can cause problems. And so I'm just going to kind of go with it here. So um, you know, it's been about nine years, eight or nine years. And Jane and I have been together 15 years. And as a mortgage broker, and I was a boss. I owned a company, had employees. And uh, you know, I did, I, it dawned on me yesterday's conversation. As let me let me start from the beginning. So I started. Let me start from yesterday and go backwards. Right. So I'm having I'm having lunch with a, a friend of mine, Estelle, and we were we were talking about men and how it just seems that in my my line of business that recently we're actually getting more men that are coming to the protocol to get in shape and to lose weight and to help work on their health. But the for the majority of my career doing what I do and coaching people and helping them achieve fat loss success using our advanced issue diet protocol has been majority women. Seventy seventy um percent of the people that um that I coach are usually women and, and men lag by by three percent. I think I 
30 percent. I, I think I talked about it before that there's a real disparity. And, you know, really wondering why, what is it about men that we don't seem to actively appear to be actively looking for ways to get in shape and, and improve our health and our, and our physique and our self-image of ourselves. And so it opened up a conversation when I said, where it took me back, you know, seven, eight years ago, and I said, you know what, you know, I didn't realize until today and how I feel about myself today and actually things that I'm willing to talk about and share today that I wouldn't have shared 10 years ago or eight years ago. I mean, I was, I was a person that was really afraid of looking bad. I mean, mortified, I was just terrified of looking bad. And, um, and you know, I've talked about on this show, I've talked about my weight loss struggle, I've talked about struggles with drugs and alcohol, I've talked about bankruptcy, I've talked about, you know, almost losing our home. I've talked, I've talked about pretty much everything that would be normally a secret in, in, a, normal, in a normal life of someone who, who would be embarrassed. And I, there's no shame in my game. I mean, I, I love the fact that I've evolved so much up until this point. And so it took me back, and I was like, you know, I, you know, I remember if I go pre-8CG and pre-even several years, two, two or three years before that, you know, I didn't realize how bad I felt about myself at the time. I didn't realize that I actually just was – I didn't realize the impact of how I looked and felt because I really – no one ever told me that I looked bad. No one ever told me that I was overweight. No one ever even mentioned once that I even appeared to be – out of shape. I mean, I wore suits all the time. Maybe people couldn't really see my my actual physique like I saw it in the mirror, but I was always this kind of husky guy and, and, and looked like just a big dude, you know, basically given my stature. I'm not really tall, but just being, looked like a big dude. And so for me, since it was never pointed out to me, I didn't realize that my perception of how I felt that I actually had some really, really big insecurities. And so the conversation we're talking about well, I, I, was, I was saying that I believe that men really spent more time getting themselves, getting connected to themselves, getting themselves in better shape, feeling better about themselves. They would, they would, they would be less prone to um, be unfaithful or, or to get attention outside of their own relationships or marriages. And so I ended up telling the telling story how seven, eight years, nine years, ten years ago, and I'd spent quite some time that as, as an owner of a business, I had all these employees and I had women employees, and I had these, I had this flirtatious nature that I would flirt and be flirtatious and, and 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 allow people to flirt with me. And I remember, you know, it went on for a while, and then I remember my wife would start saying stuff about it, and I would like, oh, you know, what are you talking about? You're crazy. I mean, they're just friends, and I'm just, you know, just just joking around. Um, but in essence, that you know that the, the conversations were inappropriate. The behavior was technically inappropriate, even though I never really stepped outside my marriage in a physical way. You can still be inappropriate or or, or be intimate with with someone outside of your significant other by having conversations that you would not normally have with with uh, you know with someone either a really close friend or your most of your spouse. So if you find yourself commiserating about your spouse to someone else and, and listening to their stories about their spouses, that is still a level of intimacy that it is, in my view now, in the rearview mirror, is, in a, is inappropriate. But back then, I didn't really acknowledge it as being such. I didn't think about it as such. I actually you know, argued against it vigorously that you know, what I was doing was harmless and there was no big deal, but not even taking the, the account of the amount of emotion that it brought out of my wife. That, that alone should have been a signal to me that if, if my wife is getting so upset about this, Janie is so upset about this, that there had to be something to it. She wasn't crazy, that there, there had to be something to it that I'm not seeing. So, I mean, I'm backtracking because in it you don't see these kind of things. But, you know, I, I looked back and the light bulb that went off in this conversation yesterday for me 
was that I hope I have my mic checkers good because I don't have anybody to do a mic check here. But, uh, but anyway, I was just hoping to myself that, you know, thinking to myself, I said, you know what, I mean, if I knew what I knew then, now, then, or if I felt how I feel about myself today, then would I be different? And of course I would. I mean, it's like, you know, I get more compliments today on my looks or physique from women and men than I've ever had in my life. But today I'm in a position to where it's not something I need. It's not something that I there's no there's no there's no insecurity to fill in me that I take it more I take it as a as a with gratitude and with, with humble you know be, with humbleness and sometimes even uncomfortable to hear to hear um, but not in this ego based thing to where I just feel like I, I need somebody to give me these kind of accolades or respond to these type of accolades and and so I just wanted to open that conversation up because I speak to a lot of women I mean I mean I speak to a lot of people every week every month. And a, very, a lot of these stories, you know, uh, are, are very similar. You know, women that are, that are, you know, they're, they're starting new lives. That you know, they've been, they've been in relationships that've fallen apart. They're, you know, they're, and they will tell me straight up, you know, they've had, you know, their husbands have cheated on them, or boyfriends, or whatever the case may be. They've left them for other people, for other women, whatever the case may be, and they're starting over. And they, you know, they're, they're trying to get the weight off now to start a new life and feel better about themselves and kind of own them, own their lives again, and. Um, and you know, and that process, and, and a lot of time we take responsibility for other people's behavior that has nothing to do with us, and and that was kind of the thing that I, I had to really learn, grasp, and digest that how we feel about ourselves, and especially men. And this conversation is for men, it is for the men out there, even though you know most of my listeners will be women. I'm hoping they will land on men because, I, like I didn't know then during the process that was going on that how I felt about myself and how I looked. Um, that insecurity that was in me that didn't surface on the outside, that was what was driving me from the inside, made it easier for me to be susceptible to, you know, false ego or, or to, you know, um, uh, attention or, or, or compliments or what have you from people, from other people that were out, in a, I guess, in a way that, that really wasn't healthy for if you, if you wanted to be in a healthy relationship. And I, I, I didn't really know at the time. I didn't really know that I was doing what I was doing. And that's why I wanted to have this conversation because a lot of people don't realize that how you feel about yourself is, is it may be, um, you may be drawing certain people to you, certain energy to you, certain type of people to you, opening up certain relationships and going in certain directions that you may not constantly understand you're doing. So what does it have to do with weight loss and, and what does it have to do with obesity? Well, for me... For me, my life changed a great deal once I got fit and healthy. Um, how I felt about myself changed a great deal. How I acted towards my friends and my family, especially my spouse, changed a great deal. Because I don't think men talk about much about you know how their intimacy levels drop off when they don't feel good about themselves. How they're not initiating you know sex in the bedroom. But in that, and the reason, and that realizing why they're not having sex more often, it's not because their wife is not willing; it's because you're actually you're actually avoiding it and don't realize you're avoiding it. And somehow you can manifest that into your into your mind that you, that either your wife's not attractive to you, or you're not attracted to her, and somebody else out there would be more attractive, or somebody else out there may want you more, and all that story going on, all based on your, what's going on in your own head. And actually, you're creating the environment in which you're finding yourself in. You're creating the distance in your relationship. You're creating the lack of intimacy. You don't feel real good by yourself. Your sex drive is low because your hormone levels are out of whack. And your estrogen levels are, you know, your, your estrogen dominant and, and, and testosterone is low. 
and you're carrying around this belly and this fat and you don't feel good, look good, or want to do anything, much less you, know, you must just have sex in most cases. And so you end up having this vicious cycle that, that's created and that opens up doors that are false doors. And so in this conversation, it was really about what would it be like, you know, could the message about getting in shape is more, is it more in depth and more important to get healthy and feel good about yourself, not so you can look great in the mirror, not so you can live longer, as those are great, great reasons for it and great pluses, but what if it has a great deal to do with the fact that, that the level of intimacy you have in every relationship, that means with your children, with your spouse, your friends, your family members, because I believe our personalities change dramatically when we feel better about ourselves. When we can look in the mirror and like who, like who we are, when we feel healthy, we actually physically feel stronger, um, we, phys- we physically feel healthy, that we actually are kinder to people, we're nicer to people, when we're miserable, we're nasty to people. Um, and so I wanted to have this conversation, and I figured the only way to really have this conversation is, number one, to talk about it from a personal point of view, because I can have all the theory in the, in the world, but the point is is that I, everything I discuss or share or my theories or my opinions are based on things that I've personally gone through or things that the uh, clients of mine have personally gone through. But for me, this topic um, that, you know, you know, the, you know, the guys that are walking around with the sugar babies, I guess you call them, or, and, they're, and they're leaving their spouses and going to the next relationship, and they find themselves in the next relationship. That's, you know, wherever you go, there you are. And then you move to another relationship thinking that that person's broken and, and that you're looking at everyone else as being broken but yourself. And then it dawns on you 10 years later, whatever, that, you know, what have you really felt better about yourself, the person that, that, that adored you and loved you the most and it was probably the best match for you. You left and moved on because you felt, even though you were you were truly, un, you felt you were unlovable. You thought that they didn't love you. And so, who knows? If some guy may listen to this this um, um, podcast back, or, or some of you ladies who listen to this podcast, and, and and I think the strongest message. And who knows how long this show is going to be because it's just something I wanted to talk about. But I think the most important message that that you can you can get from this is that if you are someone who's been cheated on or left or, or disrespected or felt, you know, had some sort of some sort of variation of what I'm talking about here. I think the most powerful message that you can really learn and embrace and understand is as a truth that when someone does something that you think is to you, that has nothing to do with you. And so I have so many women that I've coached and talked to as a, as a part of their story, as a part of the reason why they put the weight on or the reason why they're trying to get the weight off is because of some traumatic breakup or divorce or or, or being wronged in some way. And, and they somehow take on this responsibility and belief system that this is about them. It was if they weren't too heavy and if they, if they looked better, if they, you know, if they weighed less or if they were sexier or they did this or did that, that their husbands or spouses or significant others wouldn't have done what they did. And the truth of the matter is that it didn't really matter what you did. That that's, that the break is not in you; it's in the person who's doing. It's, it's in the person who's doing in the doing. So the bottom line is that my behavior had nothing to do with my wife. My wife has always been sexy. She's always been hot. She's always been in great shape. I mean, for a year or two of her life, when she had to start working out, she gained ten pounds or fifteen pounds. Um, that was not to her liking, but to the average person looking at her, she, she's she's a specimen in most case, and, and, and by every definition of the word, at 51, going to be 52 years old. 
and at 47 and at 27 and 37, she always was. So that wasn't the story, right? So the story had to do with me. And, and it's funny that you don't have that optical articulator to look back in the past and or during the, while you're the president go, hey, this is your shit, man. You're just messed up. Um, I just thought, you know, she was just acting crazy and being jealous and, and, and just unreasonable. In essence, it was all about me. And so for for anyone that's going through that, either you're the person who is feeling that is getting the distraction in the office or in the workforce or whatever the case may be from attention from people that you feel you need because you're not feeling good about yourself, I want you to take a look in the mirror and maybe think to, think, think to yourself, well, how would I be and what, and what would I do differently if I actually could get rid of, if I could actually learn to love myself, either how I am or, or, or do something dramatic enough or be willing to do something dramatic enough to um, help me feel congruent inside and out. And for if you were the person that's been on the other end of that, you know, to, to know, clearly know, and I'm not talking about you have to know it in a, uh, on an intellectual level. I'm talking on a, on a deep emotional level that, if you are wronged, if you've been wronged um, by a significant other or a spouse, what have you, it has nothing, it has nothing to do with you. Um, it's never had anything to do with you. You're not responsible for it. There's nothing really you can do about it, but just be yourself and 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 you know have your boundaries, right? And, and tolerate what you're not going to tolerate. So that was the conversation that we had. It just it sparked on me that you know what I just I went to myself. You know what. There's so much benefit from me getting in shape and starting this journey. And I didn't know what the benefits were seven years ago. Uh, my dogs are like going crazy, sorry. I have a very sensitive mic because <laughs> the quality of my, my uh, podcast were horrible. And then now I, get, I pick up everything. So I do apologize for all the loud barking. Um, but I didn't know... I didn't know when I took this journey what it was just about getting into my clothes, and then it was then it was about getting the mask off, you know, the you know the sleep apnea mask off my face, and getting my blood pressure under control and my blood sugar under control. I mean, you know, it was first driven by ego and then driven by health, right? But I didn't know when I took that first step to say yes, I'm willing to do something new and different. Yes, I'm willing to follow this protocol to the letter. Yes, I'm willing to do something different to change to break the cycle that I was going through physically with my health and my physique, didn't know that it would open up a whole different world. I didn't know that I would become this person that's confident and self-assured and not hiding and who's not embarrassed by my past and not embarrassed by the things that, that define, you know, part of who I am. And, uh, you know, the things that gave me character that I had to go through and the bankrupts, like the bankruptcies and the, and the drug, you know, the drug abuse issues and all that stuff that we normally consider bad and that would make me a bad person, so so to, so to speak. Um, how somehow those were empowering things that actually got me to who it got me to where I am, and, and for me to be who I am. And that who knew that just by me saying yes to my health and yes to no more not being able to fit into my clothes and no more breakdowns in my closet, that it would lead to talking to people about these type of intimate subjects, teaching people how to change their life and change the way they eat and change the way they look at food, teaching people how to achieve level of success in this weight loss thing that they've been kicking their ass for 10, 20 years to finally get some excitement and get some success for it. 
you know, showing people that you can live by example and, and, and hold yourself accountable and be held accountable by your peers and friends to stay in shape. I mean, who knew that that journey with that little journey of saying no more would lead to having all types of powerful conversations over the last 150 podcasts over the last five years of different types of topics, topics, some of them directly related to HCG and weight loss and, 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 you know, hormone balancing and, 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 and me talking about this. This subject, this, this conversation was something that was on my heart. It may or may not impact anyone's life. You know, just by the response to the, in, the email, it is obviously a sensitive subject because usually my lines are packed. Unless nobody got my emails today um, that I sent out, you know, because I did send them out late, unless no one got them, which somehow, sometimes it happens, but it's rare for me not to have an audience or at least having a very, very full audience. So there's one or two things that I can I can dictate I cannot dictate one or two things I can um I can take from the from the response that my title hit a nerve and some people some people could have read into it and go oh my god what did he cheat on his wife I don't want to talk to that bastard again don't hear hear the story which if you listened if you if you tuned in you'd realize that that wasn't the case but I I wrote the title to spark curiosity but also to 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 make a point. Um, and it's like, or, they, or, or no one knows the show is on, they'll listen to the, they'll find this podcast and the replay button and, and, they'll, and they'll kind of go, wow, I didn't know he was talking about this. But either way, I, I just do this, you know, I learned from my very first show back in 2010 that actually the very first show I did and I turned, I turned on the mic and I turned on the lights went on and it says you're on the air and I waited like two, three, four minutes and nobody showed up and I started talking and I went, oh shit, nobody's here and I just freaking hung up the phone. And then I, and then my wife said, and I told my wife nobody showed up, so I don't know why they did the call. And she, she said, you know what? Why don't you teach? I should teach um, spin or teach group exercise. And I got dressed and I showed up to the class, and the class was at seven thirty, you know, a.m. or whatever. I showed up. Um, if nobody was there, I stayed there. And but if one until one if one person showed up into the class, I didn't cancel the class. I did the class with that one person. And the point is that if you sit down to do your show, you have to assume that somebody someday is going to hear what you have to say, and it may land on that one person that needs to hear it. So if you sit down and do your show, regardless if you have an audience or not, say what's on your heart. So that's what I'm doing today. I'm actually having this conversation by myself. The first time in, wow, probably the first time since that day, right? So the first time in five years. And so, like I said, it, it, it's curious to see why there's no audience, but really it doesn't matter because... The fact that I was having this conversation told, you know, told Estelle this story, it was in the context of what would life be meant, how would life be different for men who were going through what I went through then, now, who are going through it now, who don't understand that what's going on in their body and their heart and their conscious, their subconscious mind and that, 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 that inner self-loathing and that part of them that doesn't really like themselves and love themselves, somehow they mask that to um, feeling like they need to fill a void outside and in the outside world that goes against their either moral fiber or their or, or who they are and yet they don't they're not realizing in a cognitive cognitive connection that it is how they feel about themselves and that they you need to fix yourself or you need to work on your inside before you can really work on your outside and when you do the work on the inside and that's really what shows up on the outside and and so my goal and my dream in that conversation we're having is that I really we were talking about our, our, our you know I really started talking about our hormone replacement um, therapy website and company that we're building that's going to be able to provide 
um, HRTs, which is hormone replacement therapy treatments uh, through a licensed physician, um, online physician all over the country where people can come and get their hormones balanced and get their blood work done at a reasonable price and find out what's going find out if they're out of balance. So it'll make it easier for them to not only lose weight but to maintain their weight because whatever problem you bring into the ATG protocol, um, it does do some corrections while you're on the protocol, and then you go off the protocol, and those 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 hormonal imbalances go back out of whack, and they may cause food cravings and you know insatiable appetites or carb you know cravings for certain carbs, certain foods, or your your you know your your metabolism may be slow, and so what happens? It slowly creeps back into the body that you have, even if you're trying really hard to keep your macronutrients um, healthy. And so hormone balancing, especially someone who's in my age bracket, I'm going to be 53 here, um, actually 54, wow, I'm going to be 54 here um, in a couple of months, that this is something that is, is, is that hugely important, not only to my life, but I think it's hugely important to most men and women who are post-35, uh, post-30 or 35 years old. And as the older we get, the, the more knowledge and information we get about balancing our hormones, balancing our mood, stabilizing our mood, and, and so we don't feel like we're you're either depressed or, or, or crazy or, or super angry or super frustrated in all these areas because something's out of balance. I want to be the next part of that. Um, getting in the body of your life is a great achievement and a great goal, and, and I'm, I, that is my passion. But more now, that passion is also keeping you in the body of your life by helping you understand what's going on in your body and how your body is responding to your, to your hormones. So we were talking about that, and then we, we talked. I said, man, what would it be like if, if, if these guys could actually realize that they could get in shape, look 20 years younger, feel phenomenal about themselves, be confident, not arrogant, and they would look in their own lives and realize how blessed and happy they are with the people that are in it. And they would lead by example within the, in the, within the household versus looking outside the household for false, for false ego um, bumps and, and, and for, you know, um, getting confirmation or affirmation from other people about, about their worthiness when really that's not what they're getting. So that was it. That was the conversation I wanted to have. I wanted to have an open forum conversation about it. Um, but I guess this is what's supposed to be said and done at this moment, at this time. And um, I'm glad I sat down and actually had this conversation by myself with you. And I know that the, I do trust the universe enough to know that the person that listens to this podcast and plays it back and it lands on them and, and, and you'll know that I was, I was talking to you um, and that's how the universe lines things up. But for you people out there, man or woman, husband or wife, spouse, you know, significant other, lover, whatever the case may be, which I, whatever side of the spectrum you find yourself in this conversation, um, you know, if you feel like you're the victim of it, of, of, of that end of it, it's not about you. And if you are the perpetrator, it is all about you. And you want to check yourself and look inside and figure out what it is you can do to, to, to learn to love yourself a little bit more you'll be more loving to everyone else around you. And that's the message I wanted to share today. So a couple of uh, housekeeping items. Um, we are we have three, three weeks away from our, our retreat here in, in um, La Paz, Mexico. You know, I'm more than excited about it. It's like it's 
something, another thing we spoke out into the universe, and it's weird that it's actually three weeks away. We still have spots. I know that some of you people are last-minute people, you know, final, come down to the wire, you'll plug in and show up, which is great. I'll accept you any way you can. Uh, I just like to know who's coming so we can have goodie bags for the right, right amount of people. Um, if you haven't signed up yet and something you're interested in doing, you have the time and the space, and you, and you realize that you're willing to, to make this big life change, um, go to 8cgbodybootcamp.com. Go to the bottom where it says register. There's a little gray white button that says register. Hit that button. Put in your uh, $300 deposit to hold your spot. And then your, your, you know, two weeks from now as, the, you know, as we get ready to, to book out, um, the final payment's due. You know, I said last week or last week I had the last call, that, you know, I said, you know, this is not for the pretty people. And one of my callers said she would listen to it and she laughed, laughed out loud because, it wasn't like she she knew what I meant, but I mean it's just not for it's not for you know for everyone who's in the very best shape of their life to to show up. Great if you are, but it's for the people that are trying to get to the very best shape of their life. And the fact that you know my wife and I want to be in the best shape of our lives is because we want to let you know that this is real, that this is possible. I mean, why, you know, my Janie always says she goes, "Why would I take makeup advice from Elvira if I don't want to look like Elvira?" And so my thing is, is that why would, take, why would you take fitness nutrition advice and success on keeping your weight off if, in fact, that's not what I've been able to do and what Jane and I have been able to do? It would be teaching you something we have, you know, taking you down a road we have not walked, and that is something I've never done. I don't talk about a product or talk about anything that I have not walked the walk first uh, in order to know that it works or doesn't work, and that's why I tell you it works or doesn't work. So this retreat is about getting and understanding what you need to do step by step to achieve ultimate ultimate health and get the body of your life, and then to be able to live a life that's not constantly, you know, living out of a box or, or watching every single macro you put in your body and counting calories. And it's not about that's not living. As my buddy Joe and Heather say, life's a journey, not a diet. It's not supposed to be you dieting for the rest of your life. It's supposed to be you living for the rest of your life. But learning to realize that food is sustenance is not that you don't live to eat, you you know, you basically eat to live. And that if you get that and if you understand exactly the things you need to do that are very simple to do to basically train your body how to utilize the foods that you're taking in, so how to utilize protein, how to lose utilize carbs, how to how to how to lose utilize fats in order to in order to enhance your physique. And it's not rocket science. It's extremely easy. Once you learn how to do it successfully and you practice it and you implement it, it becomes your way of life and becomes your new lifestyle. And that journey is something that you must, you must be willing to embark on the day before you, take, you, know, before you order a, a kit or take your 8CG dose. If you're not willing to, to surrender to a lifestyle change, and you're just looking to lose a few pounds for the short term because it's going to make you feel good, and you, know, and, and you think, oh, I'll just figure out a way to keep it off, there are many people before you, thousands of people before you that have that same philosophy and, uh, and, and, and are returning over and over and over again to try and fix it. So the goal of the retreat is to get you to, to come down, live in the real world with us, eat the foods that we eat, drink the drinks that we drink, live the lifestyle, do the workouts that we do, realize that it's not this huge, you know, your monumental process that you can do it, you can do it easily, practice it, do it, use, use it, have fun, have one-on-one sessions with myself, my, my, my beautiful wife, Janie, and, you know, and, um, and uh, Dr. Yvonne Oswald, have breakthroughs, 
understand, get your answers, get your questions, your answers personalized for you. Walk away with a personal game plan that's going to allow you to, to succeed phase two, three, and your phase four of life. That's what it's about. It's also about us being able to give you a hug and to hang out with you and to get to know you and to celebrate the fact that you've been a part of our some of you are part of AC Bytes life for years, and we finally get to meet you face to face. So that's what it's about. Those those are the posts. We're um, the, the 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 new HRT website. We're we're hoping to get that launched this summer, if not June, July. Um, that's exciting because you're going to be able to not only it's going to be U.S. based um, stuff. So it's, you know your delivery the deliveries you know overnight. Your 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 availability to the doctors are, are, are pretty instant. Um, getting your blood work done is pretty fast. I mean, it's it's going to be extremely cool um, to be able to provide these services within the U.S. and have it done quickly and then be able to to accommodate people under that you know, under these circumstances. So that is huge. Um, tomorrow morning, I have a meeting with um, uh, Chef Dora, who's who's doing our Fit Fuel line for our Fuji Body for Life meals. Um, that's finally now coming to um, coming to fruition. So we're going to be that's going to be something we're going to be launching here. Um, pretty, there's a lot of crazy stuff that we're going to be launching here that are all designed to help you make your life your fit life easier, to make getting and achieving the body of your life just um, more powerful, more, um, easier to achieve, and in and in reach, uh, not only financially but but spiritually and emotionally and physically. Um, you know, we're all about getting active. I mean, we're not going to tell you you can just lay down on the couch and eat bonbons and, and maintain your weight. Um, but it, it's going to we tell you that you do need to do some work. But the point is it's about working smart and not working hard. I mean, very few people believe that I literally work out. I do one workout that's seven minutes um, one day throughout the week. I do another workout, another workout that's 14 minutes. And then I do my master blaster hit workout that's 22 minutes, 23 minutes long. They're all three equally as kick-ass, just there's longer durations. I do yoga four or five times a week, and, and that is more of a stretching and, and you know, yoga. Yoga is core, and, 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 but mostly for the, for the meditation aspect and the breathing, um, getting up, breathing in. And, then, you know, it's also some strength training. In there. It's, people will disagree, but high yoga is no, no joke. It's pretty, pretty challenging. But most of my classes are TPT for flexibility and to get my joints moving and to unlock my back and my hips and, and to, you know, realize that getting older, you can still maintain huge flexibility, long, lean, sexy muscles, but you have to be willing to work those muscles and stretch them and, and, to, and to keep them alive instead of letting, get, letting the fascia that surrounds everything in our body. I mean, when you talk about people getting older and getting brittle and, and bending over and everything's hard to move and stiff and joints, that's that fascia. It's like a little kind of a, think of like a, a fishing net that's around, you know, every muscle, every, every organ in our body surrounded by this fascia. And as it gets hard and brittle because you're not breaking up the fascia because as long as you leave it docile or leave it, leave it sitting still, it tends to harden. And, and that's what, you know, when you work out and you're stretching these muscles out or you're doing yoga or you're doing TPT uh, trigger point therapy or you're rolling your muscles down on a foam roller, you're breaking up that fascia, elongating them, letting them breathe, letting them, letting them, keeping them more flexible so you in turn live better, feel better, you're less, you have less joint pain, you're, you're more pain-free in general, you stand up taller, you don't, have, you don't start to shrink and bend over and start, you know, we all get smaller as we get older, it's because your fascia is tightening up and your muscles are basically shrinking and your, and your skeletal muscle is, is starting to curve instead of stay straight. So 
All the stuff we're talking about and we do is about living longer, healthier, leaner, sexier lives at any age. And I want to look as great as I look today 20 years from now. I want to be that 70-year-old guy that, you know, people walking around and going, dude, you look ridiculous and you don't look like you're 70. That's something to strive for versus, you know, I don't know, you don't look, you don't, you look your age. Well, that's great. You know, I, I don't want to look my age. <laughs> that's not my goal, but I also don't want to feel my age. So um, if you're just coming on to the show, I see people are coming on to the show now. You're getting the tail end of it, so you're going to have to listen to the first 50 minutes of it, um, the, re, the, re, the recap, which will, which will happen shortly after I end the show. Um, but I'm glad you did show up. Some of y'all's callers are showing up late, but um, I talked all the juicy stuff already. You missed all the juicy stuff. So you have to play it that. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, you know, I hope the message that you get from this conversation lands on whoever it needs to land on. And I hope you fellas out there um, will take time to listen to this. And if you ladies, if you if your spouses, if you have spouses and boyfriends or significant others or friends or family members or lovers, you know, that, that you think that they, they may need to hear this message, then share the podcast with them because ultimately it's about communication and information. And if I knew, if I knew then what I know today, you know, life would be a little bit different. But I'm, not, but I'm totally grateful for how everything went down and how, and how everything worked its way out because I learned, and I learned information that I can share. Every aspect of my life that, is, that has transpired has been, a, has been a, 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 an opportunity for me to learn something, to grow, and then for me to share what I learned. And so for me, I'm so amazed with the guy I am today, and as I started the show, saying that, you know, I have no shame in my game. I don't hide who I am or what I do or how I feel about certain things. And that is an amazing position to come from. It's a very freeing place to be. And that I've talked about every topic under the sun that comes in my, that has to do with my life, from my finances, you know, financial breakdowns to my physical breakdowns to my to my personality breakdowns to my body breakdowns to my health breakdowns. I mean, the point is that that you know, if people listen to these podcasts throughout the years, they can they pretty much know my life, um, and they know almost every aspect of my life, and 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 the fact that that. And I've always shared it with a message. It's not about me just sitting here talking about my life, and that's not what it's about. But it's about sharing a message of what I learned going through that. And so, you know, I have the same conversation with my kids, and I have the same conversation with my friends. You know, whenever you learn something that, that that's a life-changing experience, I think it's about. It's, I think I think it's it's our obligation to share that with the people that we come in contact with, because if you can help, you know, if you can help some help some someone. Um, you know, stay on a certain path or, or not derail themselves from another path. I mean, that's why we take, that's why we teach our kids certain things, right? We teach them certain responsibilities and and certain consequences in life because we know that life deals out consequences. And if you don't prepare them, that you know, you can make whatever decision you want. You can you can. It's about whoever thinks it's good or bad. It doesn't matter. But as long as you want to deal with the consequences that come along with that decision, that. It's okay, but sometimes the consequences are pretty devastating, and sometimes they're not. And so, in essence, that's what I've basically been able to do through this forum and, and this show. And you know what? I didn't know in 2010 when I did my first silent show with nobody was there <laughs> talking to myself um, until 2015. You know that you know a half a million people would listen to these podcasts. I mean, I had no clue. You know, like I said, I mean, the best the best surprises in the world are those surprises that you just shoot up, you suit up, and you show up, and you just do what you're supposed to do, or you need to do, what you have to do, and the consequence of that is something great. 
And so, you know, at the consequence of me saying yes to HCG, okay, someone said pregnant woman's urine injected in your body will lose weight. And I went, oh, my God, it sounds crazy, but you know what? I think this guy's full of shit, so I'm going to do it anyway and see and prove him wrong. To that change in my physical and, and physical, mental and, and health to a degree that was so dramatic that I couldn't help but open my mouth and share that with people. And now I've shared it with millions of people. I've helped thousands of people begin this journey, and I've shared stories and, and, and experiences that I would never have shared with anybody in a million years, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago, because I just wasn't that guy. And so I, did I say that losing the weight changed all that about me? No, I believe that it started something. I believe that when I looked in the mirror that day, and, I, and I, that day over those weeks, and I saw what my body had done, and then I saw the reversal of the health, the things that were bothering, plaguing my health and plaguing my family, and then I looked in the mirror and I would say, thank you, God, if you just help me get this all under control, I promise I will do something with it. Didn't really, you know, I didn't know really if I'd live up to that promise or not. Um, but the fact that it was so dramatic and changed so, it was so, so dramatic that I ended up living up to that promise. And now this is what I do. And now, 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 I'm, now I'm doing it in Mexico, teaching you know, a bunch of people what we what we learned through our retreat. Now I'm you know, doing it through my podcast. Now I'm doing it through YouTube and Facebook, and and uh, we have a videographer coming here next week that's going to film you know a part of our story and 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 share what we've done and what we and what we're all about. I mean, all that stems from me just saying yes. I'm tired of not being able to get in my clothes. I'm tired of feeling crappy and unhealthy. I'm tired of looking at this body every time I get out of the mirror, get out of the shower, looking in the mirror, and just, and, and just not wanting to just not wanting to acknowledge it can be possibly me. Um, that little shift, that breakdown in my closet where I just sobbed like a baby for 20 minutes, embarrassed and mortified, that was the universe saying, it's time. So fast forward six years, six and a half years later, I can't remember how many long it's been now, and I'm having this conversation with you, another conversation that I was just compelled to talk about and share, and, um, you know, hopefully it'll help somebody. And if it does, it doesn't, it doesn't, it does I'm not attached to the outcome. I just do, do, it, do what God tells me to do. Do what the universe tells me to do. I see if I show up and I share. And that seems the formula seems to have worked so far. So, with that said, I'm going to close the show. Um, I think those of you that end up showing up late for us, I appreciate it. Hey, just you know, when I'm done with the show, it'll send the link out to my Facebook page, or you can go to um, my podcast. Um, you can go to my podcast, and you can download it there. I got somebody calling me on Skype. Isn't that crazy? Um, or you can um, go to iTunes and search the 8CG Diet Coach, and you can download the podcast there. You can go to blogtalkradio.com, and blogtalkradio.com forward slash the 8CG Diet Coach, and you can listen to the playback. I'll put this. I'll send this to my Facebook page. If you're a friend of mine on Facebook, just go to check it out, or Twitter. It'll, it'll tweet out to Twitter, and listen to it. And, and if you get something out of it, share it. If you don't, you know, you trash it. But ultimately, um, not everything's what it seems. So if you looked at the topics and you decided you didn't want to hear the show, I think you missed out. Um, but I think that it was a powerful conversation to have. I hope you enjoyed it. I love you bunches. Thanks for being here, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
proud of you. I'm never. 